You're welcome to the Kingdom Move Podcast. Roderick Ejakum is the pastor of Christ for Youth International, CYI, with a reach in most parts of Ghana and beyond. CYI is a purpose-driven, non-denominational, community-based youth ministry aimed at creating room for the youth to serve. On the Kingdom Move Podcast, we begin in our series, Light to Our World, Glowing Spirits. In today's message, Pastor Rod teaches about the profoundity of the Holy Spirit in our lives. The Holy Spirit is personal. He knows you. He is real. God reveals himself to everyone through the Holy Spirit, meaning God comes to dwell in our spirits and protects and covers us from outside influence through the establishing of the Holy Spirit in us when we become born again. To learn more about the topic and CYI, you can visit our webpage on www.connectcy.org. Here is Pastor Rod with part one of the message entitled Light to Our World, Glowing Spirits. There are a lot of things you never know. For instance, there's this lady who told a story about when they were, they were in a, 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 like a, an organization like this when they were younger, um, in, a, in a teens, not teens per se, but in the early adult years when she was about to get married. And this guy, by all sense of the word, a, a spiritual guy, this guy comes into the, um, how do you call it, the, the, the organization, like they're all part of the organization. And then the guy comes to the lady and says, I love, I love you, I want to get married to you, and all that. So the lady was, was responding to that. But she said she, she wants to pray about it because around that time, she had had, she, has, she realized the grace and the workings of the Holy Spirit in her life, that the Holy Spirit reveals things to her. So she just wanted, she wanted to pray about it to be confirmed with the Holy Spirit. And then in a dream, she said she had a dream. After she started praying about it, she had a dream. In a dream, do you know what happened? She saw herself at the seaside with this guy. Listen, oh, pay attention. She saw the guy at the seaside. She, she saw herself with the guy at the seaside, and they were... Uh, swimming but as they were swimming it was like they were swimming from one end of the coast to the other as they were swimming she realized that in the middle of the of the of the of the, of the, of the ocean and then the guy just stops for no reason the guy just stops like that and the guy walks back and she just could turn the guy didn't turn it into and the guy just walks back i mean swims back to the shore dresses up and just leaves so she she didn't understand what it was she didn't understand she didn't understand specifically what it meant but for her it's too, it, it 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 made her feel that look god doesn't want me to marry <clears throat> the guy so she was a, she was dragging her feet a bit here and there about it because she couldn't tell the specific of the dream and the guy got angry about it and then the guy left her broke up with her and then in the same organization found another lady that's the, the lady's best friend or close friend and then listen and then married married the guy within the shortest possible time you could tell that the guy just wanted to marry you know the guy as long as he was a basa basa guy he was just wanted to marry six months into the marriage the guy died six months the guy died so for her the Lord was pointing to her that he is he won't be long. But she didn't understand what specific. But the Lord, 
the one who knows everything had revealed before to, to her. Are, are you with me? Now, on the face value, there are a lot of things you never know. You see, we, end, we, we trust so much when it comes to our knowledge. But your knowledge is always limited. Do you know that everything that you know, comparatively to what you don't know, what you don't know is more than what you know? You can do your PhD. You can even, at the end, have about five PhDs. What you don't know is still more than what you know. Are you with me? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's a privilege to know the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the Holy Spirit knows all things. The Holy Spirit has what? The Holy Spirit knows what? Knows what? He knows what? All. Th- Listen, subjectively, pay a just think about it. He knows all things. All things. There have been times, there have been times where something just gets missing, and then just confused in a frantic moment. You're just confused here and there, and just the minute you just pray. Sometimes I just pray, and the Holy Spirit just calms you down and says, "Go around here." You go there, the thing is there. He knows all things. He knows what? The Holy Spirit is a person. It's one of the key things that you have to deal with in getting to know him. It's one of the key things that he actually teaches you when you're getting to know him. He's a person. It's not a thing. It's one of the greatest misconceptions we carry. Say, it told me. It's something. A force. The Holy Spirit is beyond a force. Yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a powerful force, but it's beyond a force. The Holy Spirit has personality because the Holy Spirit is the third person of, of the Godhead, of the Trinity. It's a third person. Third person. Third person. It's a person. The Holy Spirit feels he has a strong, those are stronger than your emotion because he created you. You see, the Holy Spirit is the one who decided who your father should be. He decided. He decided who your mother should be. As a matter the Holy Spirit is the one who decided your features. Because your features are a product of combining two genes from father and mother. He decided. Your big head is the Holy Spirit decided. <laughs> oh, amen. It means that your look, the Holy Spirit decided it. Oh, are you with me? I can, are you with me? Now, this is one of a beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit coming to live with us is God's decision to give us the Holy Spirit. It's God who decided to give us his Holy Spirit. Oh, amen. amen. Let me show you. John 14, what she, where she wrote, let, let me read from 15. It says, if you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father and will give you another. Now, here's this way it starts. If you love me. Now, God's word of command of love from there. Is because God Himself action towards us is love. And He's saying that as much as I love you, if you're willing to respond to it, I am going to ask my Father. So the Holy Spirit is going to come out of an issue of love. Oh, are you with me? Most of us are afraid of the Holy Spirit. It's like my brother was sharing the testimony because it looks as if the Holy Spirit deals with stubborn guys. So it's as if it's a hard guy that goes in to deal with the hard stuff. But the Holy Spirit is very, very, it's a tender, loving. As a matter of fact, the Bible said that God's love that we experience, eh, the love that we experience, rather the love that we experience for people, it is the Holy Spirit that comes into our heart and gives us a lo- heart of love. I remember my experience when Amen. I remember my experience when I was in school. I was in the corner of, I was just reading, I was in the corner of, um, I was in the corner of um, 
the, the classroom. It was during prep time, and I was just reading. And then the Holy Spirit, around the early part where I've reconnected my life to Jesus so profoundly. And, uh, and I was in a corner, and I, I remember the Holy Spirit was, I just led me to Romans, I think 13 there, where it's talking about love. Um, you owe no man except to love, and da, 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 da. Then I heard him ask me, call my name, and ask Roderick, all these guys, do you love them like yourself? And up until then, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a mean person. I'm not a radical I'm not that kind of person. But I, I, I consider myself a nice guy. But that moment when the Holy Spirit asked me that question, he showed me the depth of his love for them. And I could tell that I did not love them. I could tell because I could tell that myself was before everybody. Oh, amen. Myself was before what? Everybody. All of us here, we will choose ourselves before we choose anybody. Married people do that all the time. Even when you're married, the fact that you're married doesn't mean the fact that you're married doesn't mean that you love your spouse. Are you guys with me? In that moment, eh, I remember when I left classroom. That I left the classroom. I left the classroom with tears in my eyes because I knew I didn't love people, people like the way I professed. Amen. The Holy Spirit is profound. He's a person. He's personal. He's so real. He knows you more than you see. The one person that will lie to the most is yourself. The one person you lie to the most is yourself. It's the person you lie to your, your, the most. You tell yourself, I won't do it. It's not true. It's not true. The Holy Spirit is the only one that knows you so much that when you are lying to yourself, He knows how to help you out. Yeah. You get it? He's the only person. Is the only person. So the Holy Spirit knows each one of us here. So profound. And his love, listen, Bible said love is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. Now, you can never know a true person without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Now, love, is, love, love grows by knowledge, actually. Love grows by knowledge. It means that to the degree to which you know a person, that is how much you can measure your love. If you don't know much, you can't love that much. That's why we both feel as if they love each other until they are married, they put a ring on them, they can't run out. Then all of a sudden they are like, I don't think this is the one. <laughs> all of a sudden. Meanwhile, yeah. up until then, every day when you see them, when you see them outside, they are singing love songs. You are my heart, you are my this, you are my... But when they enter into the same house, lie on the same bed, can smell from each other, Oh, he said, no, 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 no. I live on the bread. This one doesn't do this. This one doesn't clean. This one doesn't live here. This one. He said, uh-huh. This is not the one I married. He said, this is not the one I married. Uh-huh. Oh, are you with me? This message will be back shortly. Stay tuned. If you would like to support the ministry in kind with any amount, please send it to MTN Mobile Money Number 0555074506 or with our Unibank account number 0021300549341. You would be making an invaluable contribution to this ministry and helping us reach a lot of people.
Christ for Youth International, CYI presents Catalyst Leadership Training. Catalyst is an avenue where leaders, aspiring leaders and non-leaders gather to be equipped and imparted with the necessary tools needed for personal, social and spiritual growth to influence our communities and the world at large. Catalyst Leadership Training happens on the last Saturday of every month. For more information, visit our webpage at www.connectcyi.org or any of our social media handles. On Facebook, it's Christ for Youth International. On Twitter, it's at ThinkCYI. And on Instagram, it's at Think underscore CYI. It's a great place to develop your leadership skills. Don't be left out. See you there. Welcome back. The extent of your love is directly linked to your knowledge. Now, if that is true, this is how much you can know that the Holy Spirit loves you because His knowledge of you is complete. The Holy Spirit is not getting to know you more. It's actually you are getting to know Him. Each. As of fact, in knowing Him, you get to know yourself. Are you with me? In knowing Him, you get to know yourself. Yeah. Because Bible says in this verse 16, and I will ask the Father and will give you another counselor to be with you. Now the word another is saying is is one of the same. Another of the same. Another of the same. So what he's saying, uh, uh, um, Jesus is saying that another of myself is the one I'm going to ask the Father to come. I'm going to ask another of the same. Now, the Trinity, the Trinity is God the Father, God the Son, God the... They are separated by purpose, but they are of the same. They are, they are separated by the expression of purpose, but they are of the same. The expression of purpose, that's what separates them, but they are the same. Oh, right? Yeah. yeah. So one is a, the one from whom the law, the word, comes. The, 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 the ideal of creation and all comes from one. Then the other one is the one that comes to express the love of the Father, you know. And then the last one comes to establish the mindset of the Father. So what the Holy Spirit is doing right now is establishing things. You see, Jesus came to die. He, when you accept him, the Holy Spirit comes to establish the God nature inside of you. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot have God's nature inside of you. He actually decides whether you should be born again or not. The Holy Spirit is actually, without the Holy Spirit, nobody can be born again. He is the one that gets you born again. That is why when you read the Bible, the Bible says that the prophets of old and the rest, they look to this day. Because what they could not perceive was what they were seeing by vision, that God was being manifested in men. And that was the Holy Spirit. Hey, are you with me? The Holy Spirit is profound. That's why Jesus, Jesus said that it's one, of the, one of the great tragedies that the world will never be able to understand him because they cannot see him. They cannot perceive him. Only those who he touches. Now, one of the things, the reason why God requires of you to be praying for people who are not born again is because you have to pray that the Holy Spirit, as long as he's here, will touch as many people to be born again. Because outside of him, nobody gets born again. He's actually the one reason that we are going to have eternal redemption. You see, someday, is it Shambach was asking, asked the Lord, he said, ah, someday you say you're coming to, you know, have you ever heard when he said, and the Lord will appear, and then, the, the dead in Christ shall arise, and then those that are left. And they were asking, ah, God, how can you take all everybody like that up there? How, how is it possible? Can you take everybody? He was asking the Lord. And the Lord said, all I have to do 
All I will call home my spirit. Anyone that he dwells in will just rise. Oh, amen. The Holy Spirit is actually one of the, some years ago, God was explaining to me the power of the Holy Spirit and his work. I mean, I've bought the, you bought Milo before. Milo, kind of, Milo, Milo. Milo, not, not the sachet, the, the, the tin. The tin. Milo, uh, what the, that one, pig milk, needle. Uh-huh. You see the thing on top of it, the foil. Now, what is the goal of that thing? It's to, it's, it's to preserve. It, it, it's, it's to preserve. But what is it preserving? Listen, it's preserving the content from outside influence. That's what, the, that's what it does. It's to preserve the content from outside. As long as your salvation is protected and covered by the Holy Spirit from the outside influence. Oh, are you with me? The Holy Spirit is the one who preserves your salvation. Without the Holy Spirit, you lose your salvation like that. As long as he is the one that helps you to obey God. Without the Holy Spirit, nobody can obey God. None of us can obey God. The Holy Spirit is the one that, look, he gives you love for God. He's just amazing. He comes to give you salvation and he works with you to, to be able to do it. Oh, are you with me? That's why, for instance, those of us that were, they were part of the uh, program last month, when we talk about intimacy, all the ideals of intimacy that was being shared is the Holy Spirit telling you that this, there's a deeper life you can experience. And now those of us that have embraced it, now the Holy Spirit will, is coming to help you to do it. Oh, amen. Have you seen? He does not get you to do something and leaves full his hands and say, uh-huh, now you do it. No. The Holy Spirit is beautiful. He's gentle. He's sweet. He's powerful. He's real. Oh, amen. amen. Someone say the Holy Spirit. Tell the, the, the Holy Spirit. He says, Bible said that, he said, you can start to be with you forever. This is the thing. When he comes, he is forever. There are moments where you don't seem to hear him. Or have, you know, like uh, Ruth was saying, powerful experiences of him. But that doesn't mean that he's gone. Because the spirit is gone, you've lo- you lose your salvation. Somebody put this, he said, how would you know that you are so born again? This is how you know that you are so born again. If you still have a heart for the things of God. Because that's a sign that the Holy Spirit is with you. The minute he goes, you don't have any desire for the things of God. You will hate God. You will be among those that shall kill God. Kill God. God is dead. God is dead. Oh, amen. Oh, amen. Are you with me? Sounds like the Holy Spirit. He said the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. You see the way he put it? It neither sees him nor knows him. Now let me show you the distinct thing. The world all the time works or works with exterior things, tangible things. That's how the world works. The world doesn't work with things that they cannot see. That's why sometimes they said, what is this God thing? They said um, um, faith, or they call it religion, is a makeup thing by the white man. It makes, it makes sense to a degree because they don't see him. You are going shouting. For instance, we gather here, we lift up our hands, we sing, and you are crying. What is that? Are you mad? So from somebody who's an exterior somebody, he makes sense when he says he's not real. Why? Because he has not been touched by the Holy Spirit. But when the Holy Spirit touches the same man, come and see him. We'll cry like a baby. 
cry and cry for his generation. That's why if there's anything we should be praying for our generation, the touch of God. That's the touch of the Holy Spirit. Oh, amen. When the Holy Spirit moves to a place, every hardened, stony heart becomes nothing. It becomes a heart of flesh. Amen. The Holy Spirit is amazing. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come. I mean, um, this come that just passed. That's the come the testimony of a lot of guys. One guy said he doesn't know what he has been. He doesn't know what he has been experiencing. Like the Christianity has been working on to when he went to camp. Because camp, nobody touches him. We don't come touch. Neither do we give you a sticker. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Anson was crying. Men, they were crying. One of our brothers in one of the branches, I, I, I stepped out to go and do something. And I saw him standing outside and he's crying. He's trying to hold. He wants to hold back the tears, but he can't. He's just crying. The Holy Spirit touches him. I remember one of the, one of the, see, one of the, the Holy Spirit touch, look, he, when he touches you, like, he makes you see how small you are. You are small. That is why the Bible said it's very dangerous to fall in the hands of God someday. You are very tiny. You are very, very, very tiny. Very small. Insignificant. Hallelujah. But he said, but you know him, for he lives with you and he will be in you. Now, he lives with you and you'll be where? God's goal is that the Holy Spirit resides inside of you. Let me explain something further for you. Now, every man, every human being is made up of three parts, right? We have the body, the soul, and the spirit. Now, any man that is not born again is called, when we say somebody is dead, when we say somebody is dead, we say the person is dead, not dead physically, but somebody is dead spiritually. It means that his spirit man has not had the Holy Spirit indwelling there. Now, as long as you don't have the Holy Spirit dwelling in your spirit, you can never appreciate any spiritual things. You can never, because you are dead. Have you seen a dead person eating meat? And say, mm, mm, have, have you seen some before? You can never. You, you can never. Now, oh, there's a word we use. Um, when the person becomes born again, we use the word regenerated. Uh-huh. But now, the spirit of the man is the only place God can dwell. God does not dwell in any man's flesh. God dwells in your spirit. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you've been blessed. Get connected with Pastor Rod via reach at connectcyi.org or you could visit our webpage on www.connectcyi.org. Catch you next time on the Kindle Move Podcast with Pastor Roderick Ejekum. Stay blessed.